Let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Echelon Fit. Uh, I got my wife a Peloton bike, I don't know, about four years ago. She hated it. Mm. Hated it. Mm. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, that was, that was, that was, you know, that was. They're so cheap. Oh, they're that, so uh, cheap. They're so cheap. <laughs> yeah, it cost uh, you almost nothing. That sure. thing we got rid of uh, quickly. And uh, Echelon is her new bike. It is a great bike. She loves, and I love it too, because it isn't anywhere close to the price mm. of that other stupid bike that I couldn't understand why it was so much money. Anyway. Right now, you can get $840 off Echelon Fit. The Echelon Fitness uh, fitness Experience, I want you to check them out. They have more than just bikes. EchelonFit.com slash SMS. Uh, membership is sold separately, but you can get $840 off right now. Just text BECK to 818181. 818181, text the word BECK, uh, or you can just go to EchelonFit.com SMS. I have to tell you, I am, I'm sorry to be this person, but I'm just so offended. I'm so offended. Yeah, Joe Rogan said that. Oh my gosh, I'm, we have to stop this from happening. I'm going to bring you some new audio here. Here's, here's the president of the United States using the N-word. ...that important legislators and legislators in defeating the Nunes plan in the basement said, quote, we already have a... Mayor, we don't need any more oh big my shots. Gosh, oh my gosh, two times, two times in nine seconds. And here's Howard Stern. We've got to stop Howard Stern. I'll tell you and that. He, right and now. he wore that big hat, yeah. that white guy's a big <laughs> hating hat. Oh, whoa, right? Whoa, isn't that what we call those? Oh, hating hats. Yes. yeah, stop. <laughs> That's crazy. Can we get him off the air right away? And of course, the young Turks, the young Turks, you know, they're on the left. Um, in case you don't know who they are, which would make you about 99% of the <laughs> country. Here they are. They've got to be stopped. I apologize. I know these are like difficult words to hear, but words like and you um, oh, are why oh, I lost my job. Oh my gosh. He only shot run, run. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. They're like, right. it doesn't matter what wow. context they are using it in. It doesn't matter. Context doesn't matter. Media matters. Context doesn't matter. They all need to be removed. We continue our campaign for righteousness in 60 seconds. Are you or or somebody, somebody that you know, living in pain? Are you the suffer in silence kind of person? Or are you more like me? Oh, I hurt. Until your wife says, I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs>
Uh, that's why she recommended Relief Factor to me. Because I had tried everything else. And she's like, you have to keep trying. You have to keep trying. Because I can't take it anymore. So I tried Relief Factor. And within three weeks, I started noticing a difference. I didn't think it was Relief Factor. I'm one of those guys. This is just all in my head. I'm going to stop taking it and see what happens. And I stopped taking it and all my pain rushed back. Three week quick start. Try it. 70% of the people try it like me. Go on to order more month after month. I take it three times a day every single day. Have been for the last few years. It's Relief Factor. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It is so good that Rose Rogan apologized over uh, over the weekend. Here he is. Uh, cut seven. I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out. That's a compilation of me saying the N word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, hmm. people would understand what I was doing. Stop. <clears throat> okay. So Joe, Joe, first of all, I appreciate the, um, I, I can appreciate what you're going through and I can appreciate your being honest here and you, <laughs> You really are sorry for people who were offended by that. But, Joe, they weren't offended by that. They did understand the context. If 12 years ago, and I don't know, if 12 years ago you were just throwing that word out, like Howard Stern, if you're just throwing that word out, um, people, you know, they, they don't look uh, positively on that word. 12 years ago, maybe it was different. Uh, but certainly 12 years ago in context, uh, I think it was a little different um, unless you know who the left is. Joe is under attack right now, and uh, I can tell you what's coming next. <laughs> uh, yes, you can. I can. Uh, as I've the OG it. of this entire thing. Thank you. you I, were... <laughs> I am the OG. Yes. They started out this plan to get you canceled so many years ago. They figured out the whole process mm -hmm. and tried to perfect it with you. Now, you, you seem to still be on the air, so apparently didn't work out all that well. Well, I will tell you that there's a couple of ways this is going to work out for him. First of all, Joe, never apologize. And I don't mean it like never apologize when you've done something that you find offensive or wrong. You should always apologize when you uh, have done something that you're ashamed of. So apology accepted, apology uh, warranted, perhaps, perhaps Maybe I, if you were using it in context, I don't think so. 
but like, maybe should joe biden apologize for what he said in that in that, yeah. in that con- i don't i mean i don't think so no i right? don't he was quoting someone that's that's uh, i am giving i i don't know every word that joe rogan has right. said on the podcast so maybe he has thrown it out there you know 12 years ago in, in, without context you know what i mean i i don't know so i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying you know if that was what happened then you should apologize, but not to these people, not to these people. If you really did hurt and offend people with it, your audience would have told you that you wouldn't be as successful as you are now because we are not a country of racists. No matter what everybody wants to say about us, we are not a country of racist. Hear me. This is a lie being pushed on you. Are there racists? Yes. Joe Rogan is not a racist. America is not a racist nation. We are becoming one, and it's in a reverse sort of way, but they deny that you could ever be anything other than white and be a racist. That's why Whoopi Goldberg was actually correct if you believe any of this woke BS. She she embodied her view on the Holocaust and the Nazis is the woke definition of racism. So I don't understand. Was Whoopi right or was she wrong? Which one? The ADL has so discredited itself because it had that definition for two years on their website. Which makes my point. Whoopi was living the woke terminology. She was she she was confused by it because I think she actually believes that BS. Joe, there's a difference between for your audience. I'm just talking for your audience. Your audience understands you. Your audience knows you. And when you have an epiphany, you should express that epiphany on air. You know, I did something yesterday that was just so stupid. I did something, whatever. I did something 10 years ago that I just have to tell you. But you can't apologize to the people you offended because if you offended, they're no longer listening to you. And you know you didn't offend the vast majority of your audience or they wouldn't be listening to you. So you can talk about an epiphany. I've had an epiphany lately. But if your epiphany on this, which I don't think it is, your epiphany on this is that you're being boycotted. That's the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do. Because they're not sincere. You may be, but they're not. This has nothing to do with racism. I can prove it to you here. Let me give you another story that just came out uh, that says it's, you know, forget about racism. Racism, really? That's what you're concerned about? The real problem, oh, shoot, where is it? The real problem is that he's a transphobe. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
It's a new one now. They've got the racist oh, yeah. thing, the anti-vax thing, now transphobic. Now he's transphobic, and that is the real problem, Stu. Well, why? He had Abigail Schreier on his show for an interview. Exactly right. He had Deborah So. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people sure have lots of qualifications that would make them totally fine to interview uh, uh, on a sub- subject of their expertise. But no, no. let's just call them haters, uh, and then we can call Joe Rogan a hater uh, by extension. Yeah. So, so the next thing now is transphobe. So what does this tell you? Here's what's going to happen to Joe Rogan. Uh, well, I can't say what's going to happen to Joe Rogan. Joe, I think Joe survives. But if it plays out the way it always plays out, this is going to be wave after wave after wave. Because here's what, here's what they're trying to do. And I know because they developed it with me. They'll take one thing and that will be hard for his supporters to defend. He says it was even indefensible. Okay, so I don't know in today's world that was indefensible. It's exactly what happened to me when I said, I think Obama's a racist. No, he's not a racist. He just has something Uh, some serious problem with white people or the white culture. Well, yes, it's called CRT. I didn't know what it was called at the time, but that's what I was sensing. And I apologized because I didn't mean that he was a racist. (sighs) Or does CRT make you a racist? I didn't know what I was dealing with at the time in artfully expressed thinking out loud. Okay, did that make that go away? No, no. The next charge was that I hated 9-11 victims, and they had one piece of audio, me saying, I'm beginning to hate these 9-11 victims. What was the context? Well, I was at a fundraiser that I started to help the families of 9-11, and, or no, sorry, to help the families of those in uh, New Orleans and all you were seeing on TV the night before this was them shooting at helicopters, people who were stranded, the bad guys. And I said, there's always bad guys, but you can't let that close your heart. We all gave to 9-11 and we know that there are a few people out there that are just using this to make money. And I, I hear them now. This was what, eight years later. I hear them now and I'm like, I, you know, I'm sick of hearing about you. I'm sick of it because the only t- the only victims we're hearing one are the ones who are playing the victim card. Did context matter? No, it was literally said at a fundraiser for Katrina victims, and they mm-hmm. tried to make it out as if you were seeing some saying something bad about Katrina victims. You yes. were raising money for them. Yes, but they didn't care. They no didn't one care. cared. So it, it so stop trying. <clears throat> you can't win with those right. people. Why bother? Then I was a then I was an anti-Semite. Oh, yeah. uh, the Defender of Israel Award winner is yeah. an anti-Semite. That was always an interesting one. So here's the thing. There's two things going on. One, for Joe's knowledge, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It is now. They have you fixed in their targets. And there's only one goal, but they will take the secondary. Their goal is to wipe you out. And here's why. Because if they can take you out, they'll take every one of us out. You are, you are the, 
the biggest target. You're the apex predator. And if they can take you out, then that sends the message to Spotify and Google and Apple and everybody else. You better not have anybody right of Joe Rogan. You can't. Because we'll come for you. The apex predator. Because we just ate the polar bear. So they will come after you wave after wave to make it harder and harder for people who like you to explain because they don't have the context. It's not it's not in a viral video. And if you put together a viral video, it will be uh, it will be censored, dropped or seriously algorithmed out of existence. Because you are going behind not only a paywall for Spotify, but you are now entering the digital ghetto and they will put you behind a wall and they've already started to do it. So their goal is to take you out and they don't care about anything. These are not good people. They don't care about any of it. The ends justify the means. The other way this can end for you, and I'm going to give a, I'm going to actually give a third option that I'm actually hoping for. But their goal, they have one. The other way that they'll tolerate uh, is uh, that you have been so damaged that you are no longer acceptable to the majority of people that. You might still be acceptable in whispers. You might still be, yeah, I really like what he says. But it won't ever be like it is now. Because right now, you're me when I had the, my face on the cover of Time magazine. And that was unacceptable. You cannot have that. So they're going to take you down. Or they will marginalize you. So where your core is super, super strong. And you know what? That's really all you should care about anyway. The people who actually listen to you, who actually know you. They can't have you bigger than your core. Good thing for you, your core is in the millions. There is a third way. And this is actually the one I'm hoping for, but it involves everything. This is way beyond Joe Rogan. I'll explain in 60 seconds. First, let's raise some money for charity. Shall we do that? Oh, man, wouldn't that be nice? Uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I just hate those 9-11 victims so much. <laughs> Uh, tunnel to, weird tunnel to towers foundation these are the people on september 11th that actually made a difference and they're a group of people that actually kept their promise that they would never forget so what they've done is they've they started with just the people in 9-11 then they realized people are going to war because of this so let's take care of our veterans and then they started seeing the war on the streets and they're like, you know, the first responders, I think we should probably take care of the first responders, too. And what they do is they pay off any mortgages to lift the financial burden of families that have lost a loved one who has been standing up for us. Either in our community or across the world, 
our nation's heroes who put their lives on the line for us, our communities, our country, our values, the people who need our help now. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. This, I think, is so much bigger than Joe Rogan. It's always about, it's always been about, you know, me or Megyn Kelly and what she said on NBC or whatever. And as the years have gone on, people have realized these, these people who are doing this, they're not even real people. This isn't real people. These aren't really people who are offended. These are, these are groups these are power groups that are raising money. And I'm going to show you who they are here in a second. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, but they're power groups that make tons of money and are working hand in hand with the left. And, you know, whether that's the Hillary Clintons of the world or the Joe Bidens or the Democratic Party or people that used to work for the Democratic Party. But they're not. They're totally separate now. That's who these people are. This is all about politics. And people know it. People know it. They're tired of being called racist. They're tired of being called names. They're tired of this cancel culture. And it's coming to a head. You know, when you have people like Jon Stewart standing up, and then you have people like The Rock standing up, but then sitting down, that didn't help The Rock. That didn't help The Rock. You have more and more people on the left. The hippies that didn't sell out. You have more and more of those people, Democrats and the real uh, liberal, not the left, the real liberal that are waking up to this and they've had enough. This, I think, is bigger than Joe Rogan. This is the beginning of... A movement. This, combined with the vaccine uh, mandates, people standing up and saying, enough is enough, you're not going to tell me what to do. This is the beginning of either a civil war or a great awakening. And I am hoping and praying for the great awakening. The left is pushing for a civil war. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Growing up is a very long process. Uh, it can seem really short when you're watching it happen to your kids and your grandkids. One minute they're spitting up all over your shirt and the next minute they're off to conquer the world. You have very limited time. Please shape them into the best human beings uh, that you can. And you might be thinking you're doing the best. I have to tell you about my dinner table conversation last night. Um, but there are, there's always more you can do. If you don't have the Tuttle Twins right now, uh, I don't know what you're using to teach your kids the values and principles and about the free market. Because I don't know. I don't know what's out there. And they're not going to get it just by listening to you. 
you need to reinforce it. And right now with your small kids, you can get the Tuttle Twins books for their age, but you can also get it for teenagers and young adults. Tuttle Twins, they teach the basics in a way that is fun to learn. They also have 12 activity workbooks. They're giving a copy away of their magazine. They, uh, they have the magazine and a 35% discount off of the normal price. Just get this, please. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Who are you going to vote for in the primary? I think, I think I'll probably vote for Bernie. Him as a human being, when I was hanging out with him, and yeah. I, I believe in him. I like him. I like him a lot. What Bernie stands for is a guy who, well, look, you could, you could dig up dirt on every single human being that's ever existed. If you catch them in their worst moment, and you magnify mm. those moments, and you cut out everything else, and wow. you only display, display those worst moments. That said... You can't find very many with Bernie. He's been insanely consistent his entire life. He's basically been saying the same thing, been for the same thing his whole life. And that in and of itself hmm. is a very powerful structure to operate from. Wow. That is Joe Rogan on Bernie Sanders um, found currently on the Bernie Sanders website. Yeah, on his YouTube page. How can Bernie Sanders have this racist and proudly display it? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Why haven't the people who made the video used any of that or gone after Bernie Sanders? I wonder. I don't know if you saw, but uh, the people responsible for the N-word takedown of Joe Rogan is a group called the Midas Touch. Uh, they partnered, uh, with the Twitter account that started the Rogan N word, uh, assault Patriot takes. So it's weird that they wouldn't do it themselves because they have a podcast. They're pretty darn proud of. Um, in fact, one of the brothers, uh, called the, uh, top news news podcast in the world. That's what they said. The Midas touch is it's weird. Cause I never heard of it. They've had guests on like Eric Swalwell. And Ted Lieu and Mary Trump, they've had those guys on, Stu. That makes them a news podcast. Mm. Uh, And it can be found on Spotify, by the way. Mm. Mm. It's weird that. It's weird that they're carving out their own little space on Spotify while trying to take down Spotify for this. Anyway. Um, here's what Rolling Stone wrote in a piece about them back in April 2021. Ready? Midas Touch says it's staffed solely by the Missilis brothers or whatever uh, with the primary goals of protecting American democracy, defeating Trumpism, and holding Republicans accountable. Boy, that sounds like news to me. Uh, We're going to meet those lofty goals by building a massive online grassroots movement. We just built trust and we're very transparent about who we are. Uh Uh-huh. And we're able to connect with people on a personal level because they knew who was actually behind it. Then why wouldn't you release it with your name? Why go through a Twitter account that's not associated with you? Why go through Patriot Takes? 
And notice Patriot takes it. That a little confusing too. Patriot takes doesn't. It seems like it's coming from the right, which it wasn't. Midas touch the financial structure, according to the Rolling Stone magazine, leaves room for third parties to receive undisclosed payments. A setup that uh, the former top FEC lawyer says thwarts transparency and violates campaign laws. Oh my gosh, this is almost like BLM. Huh. The heart of Midas Touch's opaque finances is an arrangement with a Virginia company called Prestige, WW Inc. Uh, Prestige is run by Adam Park Hamenko. Now, this is the Midas Touch political strategist and former aide to Hillary Clinton, who later did political work for Michael Avante. Avenatti. Avenatti, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, And um, uh, by the way, uh, one of the law partners for the Midas Touch um, was a witness to the events at the center of the extortion uh, scheme, and he was uh, called in to testify in the Avenatti case. Anyway, um, so this other group frequently promotes Midas Touch on social media. Now, Rolling Stone started to ask questions, and um, they found out that that's a super PAC, uh, and Prestige WW has no public-facing website. So, wait, hang on. So they're doing work, and it's a company, and it has no public-facing website. The, The way Rolling Stone found it was just through corporate, state corporate filings. So... So this is the company. Now, follow this. This is the company that the people who produced the Joe Rogan N-word video um, partner with. But listen how they partner. Because remember, the Midas Touch brothers, uh, they work for free. They work for free. Okay? They take all of those donations um, and uh, and they give them, they give them right directly to the people who can really make a difference. Except, except he, one of the brothers, Brett, he is being paid for his work producing videos for the super PAC. But the, the, the person paying him is Prestige WW. You know, the one that they get money from. And then the Midas Touch Brothers, they send it to Prestige because they're a consultant. Apparently, Brett, the brother of the Midas Touch, he's being paid for consulting Prestige. So they're paying for consulting to a company that is paying them for consulting. It's weird. It's weird. Sure. Sure. But I'm sure that it's completely i it's no there's no way that's a pass you know a pass through where that money is just being you know kind of laundered there's no way that is happening so these people are crazy crazy lefties that have a podcast i think anybody could have a podcast on spotify uh have a podcast that they say is the number one news podcast in the world Okay, 
They're the ones going after Spotify. They're the ones that are doing it. Somebody who used to work for Hillary Clinton, you know why they're doing it, right? They're doing it because they're proud of doing it. Now that it has gone out under somebody else's website and people have found out, oh, it's the Midas touch, guys. Now they're proud of it. Why are they proud of it? Because now they can raise even more money. We're taking down Joe Rogan, the big, bad, evil guy. Well, who's going to be giving money there? The Hillary Clintons of the world, not the average person. They're going for the big fish. They're going for the big donors. It's yet another group of people that have sold out for cash. Don't believe a damn thing. Spotify, last night, the CEO wrote this ridiculous letter. There are no words that I can adequately convey how deeply sorry I am for the way the Joe Rogan experience controversy continues to impact each of you. Not only are some of Joe Rogan's comments incredibly hurtful, really, in context, I want to make sure that you that they don't represent the values of this company. And I know the situation leaves many of you feeling drained and frustrated and unheard. Oh, Oh, this weird terminology they keep using, like drained, exhausted, tiring. Like, what is this? Like, they act like they just ran a marathon because somebody 10 years ago said a word you don't like. You're you're drained. What what kind of weirdo are you? You should listen to them. That's why they feel unheard because people like you. (laughs) I think it's important that you're aware that we've had conversation with Joe and his team about some of the content of his show, including the history using some racially insensitive language. Following these discussions and his own reflections, he chose to remove a number of episodes from Spotify. He also issued an apology over the weekend. Uh, Then he goes into his apology, blah, 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 blah. But if we believe in having an open platform as a core value of the company, then we must also believe in elevating all types of creators, including those from underrepresented upper and upper underrepresented communities and a diversity of backgrounds. If I hear a diversity of backgrounds one more time, what what you're saying is somebody who believes and spouts exactly what the left says but is a person of color. If you're a person of color and you don't spout what the left says, then you're not part of that underrepresented community. Okay. Um, And I don't know why I go to Apple TV and they suggest, Hey, here's a bunch of movies from black filmmakers. Oh, Well, I'm only interested in the movies from Asian filmmakers tonight. How about just giving me good movies? How about just giving me good movies? Now we're expected to judge the content of one show based on their skin color. Is that is that what it is? I I should like this movie because it was directed by a black man or a black woman or black transgender woman or one a black transgender woman who lost her arm fighting against the she got it caught into a voting machine and she was fighting against donald Trump. that's the director i want that's why spotify is going to commit 
an investment of $100 million for the licensing, development, and marketing of music and artists and songwriters and audio content from the historically marginalized groups. Wow. Wow, isn't that great? Now, anyone can be on Spotify. Anyone can be on Spotify. Okay? Scott Bayo could be on Spotify. I just want you to know that. This will dramatically increase our efforts in these areas. While some might want us to pursue a different path, I believe more speech on more issues can be highly effective in improving the status quo and enhancing the conversation together. Whoa, you are way out of touch, mister. I deeply regret that you're carrying so much of this burden. You're not carrying any burden. What burden are you carrying? I also wanted to be transparent in setting the expectation that in order to achieve our goal of becoming a global audio platform, these kind of disputes will be inevitable. Yes, yes, they will. But you don't want them to be, those of you on the left. One of the things that I have been thinking about is what additional steps we can take to further balance creator expression with user safety. Dude, you're Spotify. You're not making chainsaws. I've asked our teams to expand the number of outside experts we consult on these efforts, and we look forward to sharing more details. So your idea is to get more elites? Let's get some more elites in here to, to tell us how we can be less divisive while we're being divisive? What exactly, what experts do you Listen to the people, man. Listen to the people. By the way, I did, for the first time in my life, I don't know if it helps that Spotify is not an American company. It's based in Sweden. Does that help Joe Rogan on freedom of speech? That they're not an American company? For the first time in my life, I have no idea. Be sad if it was. Patriot Mobile, here's a company that's not going to write any of those stupid letters. No. You know what? We're going to spend an extra $100 million making sure black people are using our phones. We don't want none of them Asians because they're like white people. They're not going to do that. No. They'll take anybody. And uh, why do they do that? Because they actually believe in the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. It's crazy, isn't it? Patriot Mobile is there. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck to replace your big corporate cell phone company. They're on the same towers. Same towers. So you're getting the same coverage. You're getting it about, for a lot of people, half the price. Uh, and you got you're working with a company that's working with you, not against you. What do you say? Switch patriotmobile.com slash Beck. It's time to build a parallel economy. It has to be done. Switch today. Take your first step. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck or 972 Patriot. The Glenn Beck Program. So, Stu, 
Is it help or hurt that uh, Spotify is a Swedish company? You said that earlier, and I've had the same thought, and it is a revolting thought. That, that you don't maybe know. Maybe it's better right. if they're a European company than Isn't an American company. Isn't that crazy? That is disgusting. It's literally revolting. But I can tell you what would happen here. Do you look at what look at what happened just on the Olympics. You know, the girl, the American that sold out and was like, not the skier. Who knew there was a second one? That's like, I'm going to skate for China because I love concentration camps. Uh, it's like a CYO camp, right? Anyway, uh, she was skating uh, and apparently she fell. You apparently cannot find that anywhere now. It's been deleted. The Chinese didn't want it on, so it's not on NBC's website. You can't find it. Oh, yeah. They, we got our show on Friday got pulled off of multiple social networks because uh, we Shut played up. the Savannah Guthrie clip and a Chinese company uh, came after us for it. Shut up. Yeah. Do we still have the clip? <laughs> uh, that's how but like you're right though with this i because my thought was maybe a swedish company is is separated enough from the ridiculous politics of this moment you know over there that maybe they the had, great reset is global though it's global i i don't I mean i don't have confidence in this but maybe the obamas have decided that they may be they may be pulling their podcast. I mean, think this is all with a bunch of giant zilches pulling their music from Spotify. If one of these big people uh, go down this road, he's in trouble. I mean, I really—it's uh, horrible and wrong, but uh, you know, these guys have—they started with you, and they've perfected it over the years. Come to the blaze, Joe. Come to the blaze. This is the Glenn Beck program. Now she could get on Built Bar. She could lose some weight. You know what I mean? And I can only I can say these things because I'm a fatty, fat, fat. So, you know, what I mean, they could stand to lose a few LBs. No, not just still. Hey, I've been there, sister. I know what it's like. Built Bar could help you. Could help you get healthy. It will help you fight. You help your body just fight against that covid virus. They have 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, 17 grams of uh, protein. They're made with 100 percent real chocolate. They are delicious. They're delicious. So even if you're not big on working out, Stacey, because I'm not a fan of it either. You know what I'm saying? Eat something that tastes good, but doesn't, you know, have all those calories in it. Built.com. Use the promo code BECK15. Get 15% off your order. Built.com. BECK15. Go there now and uh, grab the yummiest bars that will help you from being like me, a big, fat, fatty fatso. And Stacey Abrams.
Oh my gosh, did you see the Olympics this weekend? No! The answer to that should be no, not a second. I wouldn't give NBC or their sponsors a second of my time. Not one second. I don't care if the ice skater was juggling nuclear weapons. One of them had to be diffused by the end of the pirouette. I don't care. You're not watching it. I'll tell you why. The damn commies had taken over the country. Tell you all about it. 60 seconds. So John wrote in recently about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I use Relief Factor for about six months now. I was highly skeptical at first. That's putting it mildly, at least for me, John. Uh, I put off trying it till my brother loaned me a few days worth of his since he found it effective. I was pleasantly surprised. I benefit every day as Relief Factor reduced my constant back pain, which came from years of injuries and aging. I don't know if it helps everybody, but it sure helps me. John, thank you. I feel exactly the same way. Try the three-week quick start now. Developed for you at $19.95. That's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried and ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them feel exactly like John and I do. We take it three times a day religiously now. Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am so proud to be an American today, you know, and be able to support those companies like GoFundMe. Oh, love them. Love them. Love, 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 love them. Oh, and I can say that because they backtracked on all the money that was donated to the Canadian truckers. They backtracked. They said on Friday you know, that they were going to give it. They were not going to give it to the truckers. They would give it to charities of their choice. And I loved that. I thought that was great, except that might be fraud. Uh, that might be highly illegal. And then when uh, people said, we're going to open up investigations on you. Good going. Good going, AGs. We're going to open an investigation up on you. They changed their mind. And that's why I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of them that. They took a horrible idea, somebody that somebody should have been fired for that idea, even uttering that in the latest meet. You know what we should do? We should just not give the money back and we shouldn't give it to the Canadian truckers. We should give it to charities we like. You know what, Bob? Great idea for another company. Get out. That's what should happen. But no, they sat around and went, yeah, you know what? That'd sure show them, huh? We just take all that, those $8 million that we got, we give it to somebody else. Let's give it to Black Lives Matter because they're totally clean. How did that even happen? How did that even happen? It's happening because these elites think they're better and smarter than you. You know, Bob, that's a great idea because I've been thinking about it. And, uh, you know, the people that gave that $8 million, they didn't know what they were thinking. You know, they're not smart enough to know that that money should go to Black Lives Matter. Or, you know, maybe we give it to that group trying to take down Joe Rogan. Because that's what they do if they were educated. Oh, yes. 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 I love it. That's what we're going to do. 
Now they're having their meeting today, I'm sure. And they're like, how do we get these damn politicians to point? Get George Soros on the phone. We need more AGs from George Soros. So I'm so proud of GoFundMe. And I am so proud, so proud of Twitter. You know, Twitter, uh, Twitter said, you know, we only took the video of the Olympics and the Uyghurs down. We only took these things down, like the figure skater of China, who apparently, I don't know, hit a wall, burst into flames. Don't know. Didn't watch it. Didn't even search for the video. Happy to say that. But uh, they uh, they took those things down. And Twitter says it was the IOC. Um, Their representative lobbied us to remove that that clip showing the Uyghur athlete lighting the Olympic flame. And so we as a big tech company, they swayed us. And so we took that down. Oh, really? 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 Huh. Huh. So they say it's a copyright uh, complaint that was sent to us by the copyright owner and their author. Then why did you say earlier that they had lobbied you to remove the why didn't they just say, yeah, they called us up and it's copyright violation. We got rid of it. Why did you say they lobbied you? Isn't that weird? Ha. So uh, anyway. Yeah, the IOC says, you know, you can't do it. But why did why, why did NBC uh, take down the the figure skater? You know, the one that burst into flames. I have no idea. Why? Why can't you find that one on NBC? Because that would be a copyright holder. Or is it China? Is it China? I love China. I love, 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 love them. I I can't wait to buy the latest phone made by Uyghurs because did you see Stu? They lit the Olympic torch. It was great. It was an in-your-face moment, Glenn. It was an in-your-face you know, moment in by fact, President G. Now I'd like to play, and I would play it over and over and over again, but it'll have the entire show removed from the internet. So not going to give them the satisfaction of that. The um, we told you that uh, that uh, the Uyghur lit it and we played the clip and we have it. We saved it. So it will be we'll put it in our vault. So when this madness ends, you'll be able to post it online and see it anyway. Um, the um, we played it on Friday and Friday show has been removed from the Internet. Because. I mean. It was a copyright violation, and they, you know, they lobbied Twitter, which means they just served Twitter with a piece of paper from an attorney saying copyright violation, or you lobbied Twitter. That's weird. Anyway, I'd like to play it, but um, uh, let me just, we're going to just recreate it. Uh, You know, and my voice is a little, will you play the other side? And this is Savannah Guthrie. Mm -hmm. Okay. You ready? Your mic, I guess. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he said that. Mike, this is a moment uh, quite provide. You know, see, so you're laughing through this. This is Sorry. not a. You do her. Okay, okay. I'll play the other side. Mike, this is a moment is quite provocative. 
It's a statement from the Chinese oh, president Jinping to choose an athlete from the Uyghur we minority. We are going to burn you alive with the torch. It, it is an in-your-face response to those Western nations, including the U.S., who have called this Chinese treatment of that group genocide and diplomatically boycotted these games. There will be much discussion about this moment. That is beautiful. That was. That is beautiful. She sounds good, too. She did. Yeah. She did. And the whipping sounds really do add to the Olympic <laughs> it does. Uh, spirit. Yeah. I mean, did anybody, mm-hmm. did anybody think that that, did anybody buy that except for Savannah Guthrie and NBC? Anybody? I mean, if you were paid by your corporation, I would say nothing. Say nothing. Just let it play. Don't say that it's a weaker. Nothing. And if my corporation had a problem with it, I'd come out and say, you know, I, I just could not bring myself. This is not a pro-American statement. I want everybody clear on that. It's not pro-American. I hate America as much as the rest of NBC. But let me tell you, I'm not, I'm not going to deliver the propaganda, Air Goebbels. I'm not doing it. Nah, 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 got too much money at stake. Too much money. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, so you have the Olympics. Uh, apparently, again, I didn't watch it. Um, but uh, apparently the message of the entire opening ceremony was unity and coming together the world just coming together, you know, in the spirit of in the Olympic tradition, in the spirit of the Olympic athletes, just competing with one another <gasps> competition. That sounds awful lot like capitalism. What do you mean? Competition. Is it a level playing field? Well, if you're looking for a literal level playing field, yeah, all the but one, you know, one country doesn't have to have a hill on their bike lane. I, I don't know what you mean. Well, as long as it's a level playing field, can the countries that are oppressed, can they have maybe a downhill part of the bike race? Could they just could we dig theirs down a little bit? So there's straight down. Could we do that? Or I mean, we could make it uphill for America. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, the uh, the whole point was let's come together and compete. Let's all compete. Let's just be in the Olympic spirit. Let's come together. We can do this together, says China, the night before they announce with Russia a new world order where that the world is led by China and Russia and against the United States. Because I think that's the Olympic spirit that we were looking for. You know, I think that's it. You know, and I and I think I think Savannah, I think she's she's great. She's wonderful that she didn't, you know, apparently because I didn't watch it, apparently didn't point out, you know, that whole unity thing that we just heard from President G uh, last night kind of tainted a little bit. I mean, it was tainted for the run, you know, that part of the slave 
running to light the Olympic torch kind of tainted there, but I didn't mention it. But I think I'm going to have to mention, hey, let's all come together, you know, as a world and let's just all compete. And and we need to spread this Olympic uh, spirit. It's because it's it's wonderful. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, and then let's, you know, uh, join with Russia to destroy America. I think that was good. I think that was good. And uh, NBC, you have nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing. We know who you are. I know. I know. I know. Green Week. You care deeply, deeply about these things. You do. You do. And your coverage of the Olympics, where China is coming out and, and saying, we're just, we're not torturing people. Uh, even though we clearly are, and we're laughing at everybody's face. Uh, but we're just enslaving the entire world, you know, with our money and making everybody bow to us. I think that is a noble, noble, I think that's a noble goal that you're pursuing there. I do. And that's why you shouldn't give one bloody second to NBC. I don't care if NBC is holding the exclusive of some world leader going, aliens do exist. I want you to meet Bob. He's from another solar system. It'll eventually get on to, you know, another channel. Don't watch the Olympics. Let NBC feel, feel the impact of that decision. And they'll only feel the impact of that decision when all of their sponsors are like, um, you have no ratings, so I guess you're going to play my commercial for the next six months on your network for free. Because that's what happens. Let them feel the ramifications of siding with China. Maybe that'll catch their attention. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So, you know, we're all hardworking Americans. You've spent your whole life most likely thinking like one, you know, a pinch of grit and a free market to move around in. And you can just about do anything. You can pull yourself up. Well, that is when government stays out of the way. Here we are with market volatility, unlike anything we've seen in a long time, mostly because the government can't seem to keep its greedy and stupid paws out of your business. And that complicates everything. But there's still ways to simplify them. Uh, For instance, if you have a home loan, I want you to call American Financing. Get a lower rate now before they don't exist anymore. Get a lower interest rate. If you have high interest credit cards, which I can guarantee if you have a credit card, you're most likely paying a number that you just don't even want to look at. Get out of those. Pay them off if you can. If not, roll them into your mortgage. Get a consolidation loan. Call American Financing. They can save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, and you can close in as little as 10 days. So call American Financing right now. AmericanFinancing.net. At 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10-second station ID. Well, the good news is our government is not involved in censorship 
at all. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, they well, couldn't be, couldn't be, Glenn, because, you know, the First Amendment, that would not be something they'd be able to participate well, in. Well, okay, just a few exceptions to that. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, Jen Psaki said that media companies need to do more to stop the spread of misinformation and disinformation, uh, which is a lot like the call that uh, she and the White House made in July for Facebook uh, to remove posts containing vaccine misinformation. And that was, uh, you know, that w- that that also, uh, you know, led to the um, the comments uh, regarding the backlash towards podcast uh, host uh, Joe Rogan, um, where they said, you know, I hope that, you know, all major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and vigilant. So it's just those three. Well, and the, the okay. Surgeon General coming out. Uh, in an interview saying that uh, these uh, tech giants have an important role to play in uh, curating information and that we have to root out misinformation. So, okay. Well, that's I mean, four examples are bad. And it's but- not just what the government can do. This is about companies and individuals, you know, recognizing the only way to get past information, misinformation is to be careful about what we say, you know. So That's and that preceded, you know, um, or, or, or followed, you know, his July 15th, uh, his misinformation advisory uh, that was intended to uh, instruct tech companies on how to handle this misinformation. Look, I'm not so, saying that's good. But and then, then there was Saki urging Facebook and other social media platforms to create a robust enforcement strategy that builds their properties and provides transparency about the rules and faster action against harmful posts, you know, just to promote quality information sources, you know. Mm-hmm. So, no, I mean, there's look, there's, there's some And then Joe Biden to- also came out saying that Facebook should do something about misinformation because they're killing people. I'm quoting, they're killing people. I mean, really, look, here's the deal. The only <laughs> pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated, and they're killing people. Well, no amendments so, absolute. And then so. he then he in January also came out and said, I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with the misinformation and disinformation, uh, you know, on your shows. Well, if you so, ignore and some of then these National Institute of Health, uh, the director there uh, said, you know, this is just like yelling fire in a uh, crowded theater. You know, are you really allowed to do that without some consequence? Someone doesn't so, know the history of that particular court case, but that's a whole situation. And, that you, in May, in May, mm-hmm. uh, the White House came out and said, uh, Saki came out and mm-hmm. said that uh, we shouldn't amplify certain speech. You know, when they were talking about Donald Trump being banned, you know, certain speech, you know, mm-hmm. shouldn't be amplified by these tech tech giants. So but other than that. There's no they've stayed on the censorship they're they love free speech they it's just like they love the second amendment they, they love the first one amen brother you know amen. and there's certainly no other parts of that first amendment that no. they violated over the past couple of years no, you're not you're not saying god forbid religion no right? oh gosh yeah, no. no of course yeah. not they would or, never or freedom of press of any kind or to right to assemble a right to but assemble certainly not yeah. they've never yeah uh violated that in any way no so everything's going fine and don't worry about it at all Mm -hmm. help us we have a gun to our head (laughs) we're like we're like the broadcasters in china doing the olympics right now it's really despicable and they keep doing they keep jumping into this as if they have the right to do so they don't they don't i mean you can can spotify 
not pay one of their employees? They could. It's a bad idea. We would fight against it, but they could do that. The government has no role in this whatsoever. If I were Joe Rogan, I would be praying that they wanted to get rid of. Yeah, his, his okay, reaction. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll take 80 million of the 100. His reaction to this actually seems like he doesn't understand the amount of influence he has. Like so far, his multiple apologies scream to me that he's protecting the Spotify deal. And it's like, why bother? He could get, no, he, I, I think he actually, plenty. I think the guy is legitimate. I think he legitimately has yeah. a heart. Yeah, and, no, I do you know, too. He but. sees that stuff and he's like, okay, that's taken out of context, but I watch it and it's it's uncomfortable. I shouldn't have said it. Shouldn't have said it, even mm. in context. That I think that is a sincere feeling for him. Maybe right. <laughs> Nobody else is sincere, Joe. Nobody else is sincere. And implicit in all of this stuff from the government is the idea that you are too dumb to be able to figure things out for yourself. If you see this information, you might be influenced by it because you're too stupid. What information? I don't see information. The Glenn you're on radio. Program. How are you showing information? Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. How did you go from information of something else to this? I'm so confused. Almost nothing about getting your house uh, ready to put on the market is easy and then selling it, especially in some markets. It's not as easy to get top dollar as you think. You need somebody that really knows what they're doing. Um, real estate agents I trust. You know, they were the ones that said when I was trying to sell my home, it's it's dated. You're going to have to redo. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to redo. They're like, you're not going to get the money you want. Okay. So we redid it, and uh, now I could sell it in a heartbeat for a lot more, and it's like, nah, I'm not going to. So I guess the real estate agents that I trusted gave me the right advice, but they lost out in the end because now I'm keeping it, so I like it. Anyway, realestateagentsitrust.com. They're going to help you out, whether you are selling or buying, selling your house and buying across the street or across the country. These are the best of the best. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn, where we're not censoring anybody. Use the promo code uh, Glenn. Censoring you. Well, me? You, you are? What you are? Yeah, just because I don't like you. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. The founder of Bridgewater... Uh, Ray Dalio, it's a big hedge fund. He came out uh, last week and said the U.S. appears to be, I'm quoting, on a classic path towards some form of civil war amid the dangerous combination of large deficits, high taxes, inflation and gaps in wealth and values that lead to political polarization. When that happens at the same time as there are foreign powers that are becoming strong enough to challenge the leading world power that it is encountering this civil war dynamic, it is especially a risky period. That period, I believe we are now in end quote. Gosh, you know, it sounds like it sounds almost like uh, we'll be at each other's throats and the socialists uh, and the communists and uh, the Islamists. We'll all be in league. By the way, speaking of Islamist, I think another hats off to Joe Biden, who uh, released another twenty five billion to the Iranians uh, over the weekend. I think that's great. He just 
unfroze $25 billion. Because we were saying, we thought $30 billion was too much. Too much. And too $25 much, billion too right, much. is right, right in the sweet in the, spot. It is. You know? It is. Because uh, I thought $20 billion was too little. Is, yeah, right. And exactly. 30 too much. So... He like when found, he nails it, we got to give him credit. Twenty-five billion was the right number to give to Iran. <clears throat> yeah, it was. <clears throat> Over the weekend, you're not going to find that anywhere. Isn't that weird? Mm. You're not seeing that on the front page anywhere. <clears throat> anyway, um, uh, and then uh, that guy, whoever he was, thank God they discredited him a long time ago. Uh, said that uh, that'll be creating turmoil here in the United States. Uh, and uh, then, then what happens? Oh, foreign powers. All of our enemies look at our weakness and say, now, go, 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 go. It's almost like Ray Dalio is saying that. Ha. So here's the thing. He's right. He follows it up. The biggest question is how much the system will bend before it breaks. History shows the biggest risk to democracies is that they produce such fragmented and antagonistic decision-making that they are ineffective and disorderly, which leads to bad results in revolutions. No, Ray, that's world history. That is the history of democracies. We're a republic. What has led to antagonistic decision-making and fragmentation? I'll tell you what it is. And you know who also will tell you who it is? John Adams and Thomas Jefferson around 1820 writing back and forth to each other saying, well, we tried. You know it's going to fail. The other one said, yeah, but that's, it's, it's inevitable. Yes, it's going to fail. But in the end, the people will see what we were trying to do. I know, but we should have put more Deuteronomy into it. What did he mean by that? He was talking about stakes. What is the problem? Why do we have all of these crazy people in Washington, D.C.? Let me rephrase the question. Stu, <clears throat> they're redistricting right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and when they redistrict, do they do it like in Deuteronomy where Moses just said there's a block of you know, <laughs> 500 people? And then when that block goes over 500, then we just split it? No, they do no. not do that. No, in squares. So everything's a giant square. No, how do they do redistricting? A, uh, it's called something. Uh, Jerry Lewis. No. Uh, oh, gerrymandering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how your district snakes through? It's because the parties are like, I need it to snake through this way because then I can lean it Democrat or Republican. Stop it. Because that's what gets extremes. We all live next door to somebody that disagrees with us. We might live with a whole group of people that I don't know where this is, but on one side of the street, they're all Democrats. And the other side of the street, they're all Republicans. And at the end of the street, because it's a cul-de-sac, it's all independents. And so one party or the other says, I'm going to just take this part of the street. You can have that part of the street. No. We get extremes because of that. Ay, 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 ay. That's not democracy. That's gerrymandering. That's hijacking a republic, Ray. That's what it is. He also said there's a loss of truth in the public domain. No. No, a loss of... And that's making some people too afraid to speak up. No! No. 
I've not heard that. Now, gee, who's doing that? Who's doing that? Because I remember when Tipper Gore was coming out, you know, about rap songs that she thought were too spicy. Um, you know, that was a Democrat, but was trying to appeal to the religious, you know, movement at the time. And that was saying, you know, we got to take all this crap off the streets. No, just tell your kids not to listen to it. How about we spend more time with our kids? How about that? Uh, we don't silence people. So it was a religious side that was doing it back then. Which side is it now? Uh, do I can't. I mean, because I know there was a big outcry of people who were like trying to silence, you know, rappers and stuff because they were saying bad sexual things. That that's not happening anymore. Oh, it's just political things that have to be. Oh, and that's the left this time. Mm. Isn't that weird? Wrong then from the right. Wrong now from the left. Was, was Tipper Gore the right? Just no, curious. Tipper Gore was. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I understand The this. Gores don't believe anything. Mm. They don't believe anything. They, that was just purely a political move, period. So we're headed for civil war unless there's a great awakening. And I don't mean a great awakening. Don't be woke. Be awake. Stay awake. Stay awake. And what that means is, you see the direction everybody's headed? There's a cliff. Hear the people? Listen. Listen carefully. It's a little like the coyote and, uh, and the roadrunner. You know, you're just, you're just seeing a whole bunch, thousands of little poof, 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 as people make impact on the bottom of the cliff. Don't go over the cliff. What does that mean? Don't say the things that you don't mean. Don't tolerate the things that you know are wrong. Just get up and leave. You know what? I, nothing against anybody here, but you guys are talking a bunch of gobbledygook and it's not, it's not true. None of this is true. How dare you say a man can't have a baby? Hmm? I suppose you could implant it and then, I don't know, take it out and say he had a baby, but that's not having a baby, man. Okay? How dare you say that? Yeah, yeah. I think we have to agree on some basic level of truth because this ain't working. Part of some of your old advice uh, was ringing through my head this weekend when I was looking at some of the stories about the Canadian truckers, and and there's been this attack from the media. Oh, there we saw one Nazi flag at one rally, and you know, there's the, that's sort of the typical way they go. What they're saying now, and I, I obviously am not up in Canada. I haven't seen this for myself, but the media is reporting that the truckers now are doing things like you know blocking streets and um uh beeping their horns in the overnights in neighborhoods to wake people up and, and if, tactics if, yeah. if that's true that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard i don't believe that's true right because it, you don't want to lose the people <laughs> yes right yes well, this has yes. always been something we've talked about this with left-wing groups over and over again they'll, they'll block traffic they'll make your life miserable there was a i remember pat always talks about this protest in houston when he was down there where the people the trash collectors unions jumped dumped a bunch of trash in the middle of busy intersections yeah. to show how important they were and just pissed everybody off yeah right like ruining people's lives usually doesn't bring them to your side well no but see that's the tactic of the left now mm. 
bringing them. They used to, because of Martin Luther King, they used to bring people along. Okay, yeah, I believe in that. But now what they're asking for is against human nature. It's against human nature. Mm -hmm. So um, now you just have to do it by force. First, it's nudge way past that. Then it's shove. We're at the end of that. And the next one is shoot. You're going to do it or else. And I would say that they're kind of doing that, except it's with firings now. You're just out. You're going to lose your job. The next, the next level is I'm going to physically take a gun and shoot you. Or okay? put you in prison. Or- yeah, put you in prison. I mean, put you in prison or a little camp. And what happens in camps? Usually you're not making bracelets. That's where we are, gang. You know, I, you know what rang through my head was the first they came. Who was it? It wasn't the first they came for the Jews. No, no, no. First they came for the communists. Because remember, they're fascists. First they came for the communists. And I didn't say anything because I wasn't a communist. I, I want you to know, it started with politics. First, they came for the conservatives, and I wasn't a conservative, so I didn't say anything. We are at the point with Joe Rogan. If they take Joe Rogan down, our voice will be silenced. It will be silenced. Joe Rogan is a message. It's not just about taking out Joe Rogan. It is a message to anyone who carries shows like ours on any platform. You'll be gone. By the way, you should know glenbeck.com, theblaze.com, and blazetv.com. Those are your URLs. You can get our shows from those URLs every single day. Right now, you're getting it from Apple or wherever you get your podcast. There's going to come a time where you don't have that luxury anymore. You will have to speci- I saw somebody... Yeah, and they're going to track who's doing it. They already are. In their own words, you're the infected. We are the carrier of the disease. This is how they explain it. We are the carrier of the disease, a thought that they don't like. We've infected you. So we're not only being monitored by big tech, but you are being monitored and you can't hide it. You're being monitored and those that follow you or your friends are also being monitored to see how far the inspection of the uh, the infection spreads. If you think that's hyperbole, look the quote up. That's from big tech. That's how they view you. This is the critical moment. And I will tell you that the left wants violence. I can guarantee you if the Republicans sweep and they take control of the House and the Senate, there will be violence on the streets. There will be the media saying this was a stolen election. They'll find it all credible this time. There will be people whipping people up. God forbid the Democrats and I mean Democrats, not left, that the Democrats 
are awake enough to go, that ain't us. That's this small little group doing this. But they want violence, make no mistake, because that's what they do. They want to shoot and stop shoving. They want to shoot. No violence. Love one another. Truckers, if that story is true, and I don't think it is, if that story is true, no horn honking at night. Don't do it. Don't do it. You need people on your side. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, just what went through my mind was, how long is that going to last? Meaning me being able to say those things to you. If you're a member uh, of the audience, pretty good, uh, pretty good chance you're a charitable person. And we have seen proof of that over and over and over again. And while I know that you can trust the charities that I associate with, the sad truth is fake charities are becoming more and more prevalent. And they're an easy way for cyber criminals to steal your money, money and your identity. Uh, it's a very good way to help protect you uh, and your identity by getting LifeLock. Your information is at risk a million different ways, and quite honestly, with everything that is going on in the world, do you have time to worry about this? Take this off your plate. Let them monitor. They do a really good job, and if they miss something or something's already afoot, they have a whole you know group of people there that if they do find a problem, they all go to work to fix it with you. I want you to call LifeLock now, 25% off at 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com, 25% off now, 1-800-LIFELOCK. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. You know, I'm, I'm uh, reading this uh, from uh, Ray Dalio from Bridgewater, and he said that we are on a classic path towards some sort of civil war. Uh, and we are, and we are. Um, but what he points out, he says this is why he believes we are headed towards a civil war in America. And he's not wrong, um, but I'm not sure he's right in his definitions of things and it's it's this that concerns me so much it is the fact that we are all walking around like we did on september 11th we all love america we all love america i mean don't you love the firemen and the police policemen we all love america and then like two years later we were like wait a minute wait a minute what you you don't you don't think this, this, and this. We all thought we thought alike, and we don't. So maybe it's time to define some parameters of what we're fighting for. We'll do that next.
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now more than ever before, it is not irrational uh, or uncommon to say, I think we're headed into a civil war of some sort. You know, hey, let's split apart before it gets to war. Listen, you pick the states, uh, we'll pick our states, whatever. Let's do that. Uh, Ray uh, Dalio from Bridgewater, he said last week, quote, we are on the classic path towards some sort of civil war amid a dangerous combination of large deficits, high taxes, inflation, and gaps in wealth and values that lead to political polarization. Says this is the period that he thinks we're in right now. But he lists a few things, and I think we have to define who we are really clearly and what we're for. We do that in 60 seconds. There comes a day when you wake up in the morning, stare at your bed and think to yourself, I think I'm doing this whole sleeping thing wrong, you know? Uh, that's the day that maybe you will upgrade your pillows, your sheets, your whole sleeping situation. I'm somebody who tests things, you know, I'm, I'm stubborn. And so I've been saying on the air and I was doing commercial for my pillow and I thought, you know what? I want to make sure that it is the pillow that is giving me such great sleep. And so this weekend, Friday and Saturday, I just told Stu, did I not tell you I didn't get any sleep this weekend? You did. Uh, I switched pillows. And I went back to my old pillow and I put the my pillow on kind of a you know like a body pillow. I woke up with a headache both days. So last night I slept with my pillow. No headache. I wonder if they're connected, dummy. So, yes, I can testify to you. Mm-hmm, they make a huge difference. Get your pillow from MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. They're, they're fantastic, and you can get them for as low as $39.99 right now. Enter the promo code BECK at uh, MyPillow.com, or you can call 800-966-3117. Oh, my gosh. So, here's Ray Dalio. He said uh, last week, U.S. appears to be on a classic path towards some sort of civil war amid dangerous combination of large deficits, high taxes, inflation gaps in wealth and values. When all of that happens at the same time, there are foreign powers that are becoming strong enough to challenge the leading world power that is encountering this civil dynamic. It is especially a risky period. He says both the left and the right are fighting to win at all costs, eliminating moderates and the ability to compromise as a result. He said there's also a loss of truth in the public domain. No. Making some people too afraid to speak up. The biggest question is how much the system will bend before it breaks. Now, let me give you some other things that he said, because this is what he says is really leading to it. I agree with almost everything he just said there. Okay, We are headed towards something, and I prefer to think it's the Great Wake Awakening. He says the current financial conditions and irreconcilable differences in desires and values are consistent with the ingredients leading to some form of civil war. He's right. This is why I've been telling you, you've got to shore your finances up, get out of debt, make sure that you're fine. You want to be a blessing, not part of the problem. 
because people are going to be hungry. It's why we started Mercury One. I just had a meeting two weeks ago, or was it last week, with the Mercury One. I said, this, this, uh, this year, we have to be all about helping people help themselves. We have to find out where real pain points are and go in and help people. Um, because we have to model that. All of us do. He says, not knowing what is true because of distortions in the media and propaganda increases and people become more polarized emotionally, um, emotional and politically motivated. So he's got distortions in the media. He's right. But there also will be distortions in um, social media as well from our side. Or people purporting to be on our side for instance let me just say this about the great reset by the way available now on audiobook and it's really good i know i was there uh but i read it and it's really really good anyway um you can get it at you know kindle or audible or wherever you you get your books on audio so um the propaganda can come for instance like on our side with the Great Reset. There are going to be people, some of them intentionally, others just don't know, that will buy into conspiracy theories. And then you start blurring the truth. It's very important that you don't add on. Just the stuff you know, the stuff like in our book that is all footnoted, you have to have the proof don't speak out beyond what you know to be true. Don't trust anyone. Trust your own ability to find the truth. Somebody says it, go check. Somebody says it, where'd they get that? Go check. Go find that source. Where did they get that? We can't be like the left, because that's what they've taught us in history books. They don't ever quote the people anymore. They don't quote the people that knew the people. They quote scholars that lived hundreds of years later that claim they know something different than the people who lived in that time. When causes that people are passionately behind are more important to them than the system for making decisions, the system is in jeopardy. Now, let me ask you both the media and the propaganda increases. People become more polarized, emotional and politically motivated. Which group has set out to do that intentionally? Do you remember Saul Alinsky? That is what they're doing. That is what they're doing to Joe Rogan right now. That's what they do to everyone. They polarize them and it becomes emotional. Joe Rogan is not a racist. He's not a racist. You're not a racist. Well, I don't know. I mean, this could spill out into anybody, anybody's living room. But most likely, you're not a racist. America, say this out loud with me right now. I don't care where you are. America is good and not racist. Say it. America is good and not racist. You got to start telling yourself the truth. Because right now, to say America, America is a good place. Sometimes, you know, if you're not in a red state, you're kind of like, you know, America's, you know, it's not, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not bad. No, state it. Exceptional. 
Exceptionalism. Exceptional. Mm -hmm. When winning becomes the only thing that matters, unethical fighting becomes progressively more forceful in self-reinforcing ways. You mean the ends justify the means? They never do. They never do. And what is our cause? When causes that people are passionately behind are more important to them than the system for making decisions, the system is in jeopardy. Well, I'm telling you right now, the system is in jeopardy because of causes that people are passionately behind that is more important to them than the system outlined in the Constitution. What are we fighting for? I am fighting for a return to order. I am not any return to order, a return to constitutional order, one where the Bill of Rights is fully understood and embraced and enforced. If winning becomes more important than the Constitution, we've already lost. Now, listen to this. He goes on to say in 2022 elections, we will see. Losses by moderates and gains by extremists and populists. Okay, let's go over that. In the elections, we will see losses by moderates. May I say no, unless they're globalists. If they're globalists, yeah, you are. But if there's somebody that's standing up, this is not an extremist position. For the Bill of Rights, for the three branches of this government for reasonable spending. And they're not for some globalist agenda. Then you know what? They're probably not going to lose because that's where a lot of people are. When you say gains by extremist quote or extremist slash populists. Wait a minute. Who are the extremists? And I know the right is being made to look like extremists. That's what they call us. We're for the Constitution. If that makes me an extremist, that says more about you than me. I'm not the extremist. I'm the one that agrees with our founders. I'm the one that agrees with, uh, with Abraham Lincoln. Do you so make sure the extremists are clearly defined and populist. I don't like I don't like populism because it can imply blind jingoistic movement. Okay? It can populist just take whatever's popular and just feed on that and go. Well that's that's not who I am. What I am is a constitutionalist who many of the things that we talk about are growing in popularity. That doesn't make us a populist. Populists, pure populist, that has nothing underneath. There's not building a framework. It's just whatever is popular, that's a problem. A nationalist is a problem. But not somebody who believes in the Constitution, because then the government isn't involved. And pride in your nation, there is nothing wrong with that. As long as you're like the old Texans that are always like, you know, that's a fine place to New York. Well, I hear a lot of great things about that. Of course, not Texas, but I hear a lot of great things about that. Okay. They are very proud of their state. They should be. 
It's a great place to be and a great place to be from. Be proud of it. That's different than, yeah, I'm from Texas. I'd like to destroy and absorb New York because we'd fix it. That's nationalism. That's a problem. He says, we will see the election of extremists and extreme populists. They will win because each side wants fighters not to compromise and moderates will also choose not to run. Okay, so you have to define the moderates again. Um, And no, my theme song, you know, my theme song is like, we're the key. We're the key. It's always been. We're in this together. Let's reach out. Let's be united. But there comes a point where you can't be united anymore because we don't have the same principles anymore. We don't have the same values anymore. You know, I value hard work and not just not just because it's paid off, but because follow the science. Science has even proven that work adds to a man and woman's self-esteem. One of the things we're facing that nobody wants to talk about is the fourth industrial revolution. When you lose your job and you're not able to find a job, but the government or whomever, I'd like to be paid by big tech. I have a, I, I have a whole theory on this one. I'd like to explain. I think I could get everybody on this policy. But uh, you, want, you want somebody to pay you because you can't find a job. Here's the problem. If you put 40% of the population on basic minimum income, where do they find meaning? Where do they find meaning? I'm going to do a series of shows on this program just on that problem. Because we have to, we have to know where do we get meaning. The Supreme Court will make decisions on contentious issues that people are willing to fight over. There's a big risk that each side will view the decisions as unfairly made by the other side and not accept them, which leads to tests of power. You know, can you think of a time when the Republicans went and fought? I mean, I firmly believe that uh, abortion is murder. But I don't go out with guns and shoot abortion doctors. I think that's bad. To quote Joe Biden, don't do that. Here's the deal. Very few people think that's right. Okay? Can you think of things beside the Dred Scott decision? When, when did conservatives go out and say, well, at least in the modern era, I can't think of one. Civil rights, maybe, maybe, but that's, that was Democratic-led. Because remember, all the Democrats, uh, all, they all moved, even though not one, not one, look it up, not one Democrat switched sides. That's what everybody believes. All the Democrats, the racist Democrats, they went to the Republican Party. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They stayed right there. But different story. 
You mean, is it just related to Supreme Court? Yeah, just because they said Supreme Court will make decisions on contentious issues that people are willing to fight over. Only one I can think of is Dred Scott. We're not doing it. The left does that all the time. We're not doing it. And that's why we got to change these people. When are we going to stop listening to these people? And then when they get their way and the other half is, you know, like, uh, that's murder. That's settled law. Yeah, it's then settled, it's settled law. law. Right. Yeah, of course. I can't think of maybe, uh, you know, that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I just can't think of one. So those are the things that he says that we're missing. Except he's missing the biggest one. I'll give it to you in 60 seconds. Deborah writes in about her experience with Rough Green. She says, I recently adopted an older German shepherd named Ava. By the way, Tanya said, we're not ever going to get a new dog. When Uno passes, this is it. I can't, I can't do another dog. Okay, sweetheart. <laughs> and I kept looking at the kids. Mom's going to get another dog. <laughs> she came to me this weekend. I've, I've called the people that we buy our dogs from, and they're looking. Oh, what? Why huh? would you call? Why I'm getting the call? same thing right now from my wife. <laughs> oh, we need a new dog. I mean, Miles is old, and uh, and Piper is our, germ, our, our our golden retriever, and she needs someone to play with. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm getting constant. Look at this picture. I talked to this person. Yeah. There's more and more of these things coming every day, as if we don't already have a zoo in the house. <laughs> you do. It's unbelievable. We have to talk about that at some point, Stu. Please. Because it's, it's gone too far. I think an intervention is due. <laughs> anyway, um, Rough Greens. I am feeding Uno Rough Greens on top of his you know kibble food. You put that on top. He loves it. I have seen a difference in Uno. He is so funny. I mean, it's not like he's a stand-up, but he is so funny now. The way he acts and plays, he's like a puppy most days. He's almost 11. Rough Greens. Just try it for your dog. It's really good for them. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you your first bag for free. All you do is pay for shipping. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10-second station ID. So what is it that we're missing? I know I'm beating, you know, a dead horse. And I don't know why it always has to be a dead horse. I like horses. Um, but I know I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here because uh, you get it. But it's the Constitution. I go back to our 912 project. Our 912 project, what was it? It was all about values and principles. And I told you at the time. It, I love the Tea Party, love what it stands for, but the 912 Project was different because we have to be values and principles. If we're going to save our country, we have to be about those things that work and those traditional values. And I don't mean traditional like they come from the Republican Party. I mean the things that work historically. What? Let's follow the science. Historically, what leads to stable countries, stable civilizations? One is family. Reinforce the family. Do everything you can to support the family. 
That's that's just one. If we just fix that one, look at what the left is doing. You don't have a right to even know what your children are being taught. That's not that's not that's that's saying the parents are terrorists. How do you crazy? That's not strengthening the family. If we can't get back to an unum that was expressed in our Bill of Rights, those first 10, and I would contend all of them, but let's concentrate on the first 10, shall we? If we can't agree on those basic things, we will never come together because those are the things that built us and made us a beacon for the rest of the world. Let's, what do you say? Turn on our light. E.T., turn on your heart light. Let's do it. What? You need the Constitution to do that? You're not going to set it on fire because that's not a good idea. E.T., are you a radical extremist? The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. With so much inflation and market volatility, the Fed believes it has no choice but to hike up interest rates. The first of which looks like it's coming in March. Maybe. I say maybe. Because they are also learning right now, oh, this is very unstable. Huh, that might kill the economy. Hmm. Also, their good friends at BlackRock are against it. They say just just give money in the economy to the people who really need it, like the giant corporations. Anyway, um, you have some things under your control, your finance, your debt, everything you can do to save money you should be doing now. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. You can close in as little as 10 days. Start saving money now. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Oh, yeah. The original OG. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. You're bragging about being censored and targeted. That's right. Yeah, nice. I'm the I'm 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 the OG. I'm the OG. I found that out from my staff earlier this morning. Glenn, you're the OG, and I said, "What the hell does that even mean?" Mm. You yeah. know, I was just trying to pretend that I wasn't, you know, cool. Hip. Right, because you usually think about it as far as your rap career, and uh, that, exactly right. You know, that's it's a it's a part of your history. I'm like, for why sure. are you talking about my rap career? Dog. <laughs> uh, um, by the way, uh, Cheryl Atkinson also wrote a book where she kind of identified you as the OG of the. What we're talking about here is this targeted, uh, political, well-funded movement to get someone thrown off the air. Mm-hmm. Now, look, we there have been people who have been thrown off the air before, but you were really targeted with this back before. She, she makes a very good case yeah. that. This new what they, strain of this, yeah. Is what you. they try, they've been trying all kinds of things, and it works sometimes. Working this wave after wave after wave from different bogus organizations mm-hmm. is a way to just discredit and overwhelm the population. So their a job was get me fired. I worked for Fox, so I wasn't fired, um, and discredit me. 
And for about half the country, I, I was discredited. And that's really they'll take that. I mean, they want you destroyed. Don't don't get me wrong. We were just talking, you know, off the air about how we are headed to this place where we can't even talk to each other because one side they really do. They will beat you to death if you don't agree. No, it's true. And, and you look back at, I mean, this has been history, I guess, as well. But part of the story here with Joe Rogan is not about Joe Rogan. It's about two different sides of this. One, telling Spotify uh, that if you, let's just say Spotify is behind the scenes and they're saying, you know, like, what if we, we've got Joe Rogan, we've got, you know, Barack Obama. Imagine if we could get some big conservative host to come over and we can pay them a bunch of money too and we can have all sides of this. And we can, we can, we can have... I tell you, my agent suggested I'm in contract negotiations and I'm either going to do it with the company I'm with or not do it, you know, and just go off on my own. Um, but they said, we should go to Spotify. You know what my response was? <laughs> <laughs> You're cute. Yeah. You are cute. But like in a regular market that was functioning without political ha- hassles, this would be a totally plausible thing, right? Like they, they're spending lots of money to acquire content, just like Netflix was and all these other places. And so they could bring all the biggest podcasters over and have all the big, best podcasters would be great. exclusively on their platform. It's, right? it's the, almost like what iHeart does. They have, yeah, they have lefties yep. and right. They have no fear. They don't. They, yeah, because they've gone through it with Rush Limbaugh. So they're like, you know what? Go pound sand. They're the one company on earth that seems to understand free speech these days. That's it. Uh, but like, you know, Spotify is part of this is the left wing political movements that are behind all of this telling Spotify, you better not hire that next person. Yep. Because it's going to be even worse for you next time. Yeah. So the people, the executives, when someone brings up, hey, we should bring in this uh, name, the right wing personality, everyone in the Spotify meetings is going to say, oh, God, remember what happened with Rogan? I don't want any part of that. Forget it. I, they, I don't want I don't want that on our platform. It's going to be too much of a hassle. Mm-hmm. So that's part one. And part two is everyone who has some level of heterodox opinion, someone who's out of line with the narrative when they think to themselves, you know, I don't know, this thing that is, you know, mainstream media approved and left wing approved doesn't seem right to me. I should speak out against it. They'll think to themselves, yeah, maybe I shouldn't because I don't want to get roganed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get attacked. I don't want to have those. So the personalities themselves will actually censor themselves before they even say anything. You know, what's amazing is they have become the Inquisition. What was the what was the thought of the Inquisition? The thought was not to bring Jesus into people's lives, but to get rid of political enemies. And uh, then everybody became a political enemy and people would not say anything about the church that was negative. They would by rote say because they didn't want to go to the rack. That's what this is. This is just there's no rack. But they're doing they are publicly torturing uh, individuals that they don't like humiliation, disgrace and no forgiveness. Now, I you go you go Inquisition. I mean, I I've read too many Hitler biographies to not go to the Nazis. And I know everyone always appreciates a good Nazi comparison. Yeah, so I can always expect one from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
And obviously, like, Joe Rogan leaving Spotify is not comparable directly to the Holocaust or anything like that. We all, uh, wait a minute. We all hold understand it, hold this. It. Not to the Holocaust, but guess who lost their broadcasting job? In fact, were, were cut off in the middle of the speech the day the, uh, the chancellor became the Fuhrer. Hmm. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's, that's not mm-hmm. a huge surprise. Yeah. And so uh, one of the things you may remember from uh, your history when the Nazis were coming to power again at the beginning, and these are long roads, you don't want to take steps down those roads, but they would, when the Nazis would beat somebody up in the street, the SS or the SA would beat someone up in the street uh, in, in full public view of everyone surrounding, they weren't doing that. Because of that person, per se. Correct. And their plan was never to beat up every single person that ever said anything bad about them. The plan was to beat the person up in the streets in full view of everyone else so they'd all know not to say something next time. There would always be somebody uh, who would have that reminder. Oh, my gosh. Remember remember when that guy, we saw that guy get beat up in the streets? Just just shut up. Just don't say anything. Whatever you do, don't don't show any opposition. Show fealty because at the very, even though you don't mean it, at least you won't get your 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 head handed to you uh, on the on the sidewalk. And that sort of tactic is present here, where they are going after Rogan, not just for Rogan, not even just for conservatives. It's it's the it's the the liberal Barry Weiss type who decides she, you know, feels a little differently about X, Y, and Z, so she won't say it next time. And, you know, that's why Barry Weiss left the New York Times, um, partially, because she saw the the, the the direction this was was going in. But so many people have gone to Substack because of these things. And, you know, I should say Substack seems to be one other company that seems to have a, 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 some approval of free speech these days, but there's very few of them. So here's the here's the thing. This is why I have a problem with The Rock. The Rock came out and he's like, I'm good friends with him. I love him. We're going to have some tequila sometimes promoting his tequila oh, on Rogan on Rogan. Yeah, because he yeah. was saying, hey, you know, this these attacks, he explained what he meant by the, the misinformation, quote unquote, on mm-hmm. COVID. And uh, it was well, he said it was perfectly articulated. And yeah. I love Rogan. We'll have some tequila. Yeah, we'll have some tequila. Well, then the N word tape comes out. And he's like, I don't have anything to do. I don't know him. I don't know him. Don't know him. No, Who? he said, Rogan, now, he what? said now that I have the full understanding I of the guy. I was too drunk to understand. That was a drunk tweet. That was a drunk tweet. A, a, an out of context collection of somebody saying words that largely were quoted. Now you have the full understanding of the narrative around you, Joe Rogan. What are you talking you, about? How do you have the? Did you go back and look at all of those uh, in context? Do you know? See, this is the problem. That's because pathetic by if, the rock, by if the way. You're, pathetic. If you're using the essay analogy, how do you get a group of people to all give the Hitler salute? Mm. Remember, everybody in Germany was giving the Hitler salute by the end. He won with 30% popularity. How do you do that? Well, you do some by just saying the lie over and over and over and over again, appealing to their jingoistic ways. That that got some. But the other was the SA. They would come in the town and they would just take over your street. They would do a little parade. Hey, look, we're a bunch of Nazis in short pants. We're just going to walk down the street. 
And it wasn't necessarily that you said something. You didn't stop and give the Hitler salute. So when you didn't get it, they they stopped, beat you up. At the beginning, there were people like, hey, 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 hey. And those people got beat up. And you beat up the secondary, the rock people who have just too much to lose. Too mm. much to lose. If I'm not playing the rock in movies, who will? So that person gets beat up. And once they see the mob, when they seen the mob destroy others who were just trying to help somebody out who was down being beaten up, that's when usually people are like, oh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. I, and now I understand the full context. Oh, he didn't give a Hitler salute. I remember that now. Whoa, I can't be. I don't know mm. him. I don't know him. That's the problem. That's why when you said they're beating them publicly, yes, they're sending messages to everyone. But this is why you should tweet or stand firmly. Uh, you know what? We need to make a T-shirt. I'm with Rogan. I don't have to agree with him. He says a lot of crazy crap. That's okay. He has a right to say, you don't like it, don't listen. But that is something I want to go over tomorrow. This is why we, we can't live with each other. I can live with people who say crazy stuff. I can live with people who disagree with me vehemently. Done it my whole life. Got it. Master, I'm practically the Yoda of that. I am. Here's the part that we can't that separates us. The other side can't. And I'm going to go into why and how this is played out in a very important story that I think everybody misses when they tell the story. That'll be on tomorrow's episode. Goldline. Okay, so how do you think civil war is going to work out with the currency? Huh? That'll be great. Oh, all of these problems would stop if we could just get a digital currency. That way, you know, they could. the Fed could just say, hey, uh, if you're listening to Joe Rogan and we're tracking because we know who's listening to Joe Rogan, your currency's not going to work. Problem solved. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, I'm hoping they come up with that soon. Anyway, uh, they'll probably wait until the dollar collapses. Ooh. Okay, uh, you might want to make a call to Goldline soon. Maybe today. No panic in my voice. I'm just saying, I do it today. They have a special going on with the purchase of historic $5 gold Indian and $5 Liberty coins. Uh, you call them for the uh, information on this. I would sure I'd take advantage of the special. That's not why I'd call today, though. You know, sure, you're going to save some money, but I'm kind of good on the stick with this one. Goldline, goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. So news on Rumble today. They have uh, just offered Joe Rogan a hundred million reasons to join Rumble. Yeah, the CEO wrote an open letter to Joe Rogan saying he comes over to Rumble 
four years, $100 million. And they say this is totally legit. Now, of course, he's under contract with Spotify at the mm, moment. At the moment. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, if I were Rogan, honestly, I'd kind of hope that, oh, Spotify is going to cancel you. Huh? Mm. You have to believe his contract was built with this has situation has in to mind. He's not a dummy. He has to be protected yeah. from this, right? Yeah. You, you, cut I mean, me, he's, you pay me. Fine. Yeah. People, people forget. I mean. He's worked for ABC. He's worked. I mean, he's worked at big oh, yeah. uh, Fear Factor Fear was Factor him, was too. Him. So NBC, too. He knows. He knows what contracts need to look like. There's no way he signed a contract that didn't have a no-cut clause in it. No way. And, and I, if so, I were him, I'd be like, oh, go ahead. I'll do a Megyn Kelly. I'll walk away with $80 million. Okay. Yeah. Who's who's and then start who's your own next? thing up that's really successful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which he already did, which is funny. He built the thing as his own, got bought by some big company. Then they can throw him out. He'll keep most of that money. Then go to a new place where they'll yeah. give him even more money. I this do is, feel like don't good cry idea. for me, Argentina. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good plan. Yeah, it is. Why it haven't is. we thought of this? We need to start getting hired by liberal uh, institutions for like two weeks. I know because I mean, you remember when MSNBC wanted to hire us? I do. Right before, that, before, before they went nuts. Yeah, this is back before CNN. Yeah, before even CNN. But yeah. they did. They were the first ones that, yeah. that, in, that really wanted you to do a show for them. Yeah, right. Mm, no. But this is before they were really like crazy. No, this is when they this were still like Microsoft. Yeah. We're Microsoft, Microsoft NBC, NBC partnership. That's right. Right. Okay. That's going to work out well. <laughs> that worked out like the Zune worked out, <laughs> which is not good for Microsoft. <laughs> and I feel bad. Mm. I feel bad for Microsoft, too, that those things don't work out. Darn it. Yeah. Darn it. Really sad. Dude, Lots dude, of sadness dude, for dude. these institutions. I mean, I'm really sad for CNN, which is having all sorts of trouble now. Oh. It's really sad to watch. I, you know, I just wish they wouldn't have sold, you know, you know, because now it's going to be solved. I'd like them just to feel just to wallow in that <laughs> bottom for a while. That's not very Christian, but uh, Jesus didn't have a talk show. OK, so back off, haters. Uh, <laughs> just love CNN just to wallow in that for right. a while with the thought of there is no salvation for you. Uh, you know, the salvation. Do you think there's any chance that this new discovery based um, ownership comes in and turns it into like a real channel? <laughs> like, <laughs> not well, like- I have sat with the real discovery mm-hmm. ownership before. So I'd have to say doubtful, mm. but better chance than. What was going on there? I mean, because they when when AT and T bought it, right? Because that's who owns it. When AT and T bought it, they bought it as an asset, and they weren't in there going, "Well, let's roll up the sleeves," because it was kind of working, you know. Now, uh, what are they going to do? I mean, what's Discovery going to do? You're not going to put conservatives on, but isn't there like a an actual approach where they could say, "Hey, let's do like yes. news." Yes. What if we did news? The problem is, is that. People in news, journalists, saw people like me and others that became very, very successful with opinions, Mm -hmm. and they confused that with journalism. Yeah. That's why I always said I'm not a journalist. Uh, If they actually bring journalism back and they do it as it used to be taught, maybe you can salvage the N out of CNN. Yeah, like, I don't know if it works as, like, this high ratings monster, but, like, people would watch it if they actually thought they could go to a place that they could believe something without spin. 
This is There's something the Glenn Beck program. There's a trick to get in there.